0: Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren, weathering any season to see the eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo and Shield in the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell, shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill. It's time to get ill with some. birds with friends The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some. Bo and Shield party. coming. Coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings You can't
1: live up to expectations, so just do your best. That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors (laughs) Just go with what you saw today, change your opinion daily Yeah, I'm all about that for sure You'll be wrong often, but then you can just point back to when you were right No one will remember, no one's
0: listening Hello everybody, and welcome to another edition of Birds with Friends Where we have started on a treacherous path As we arrived here in our room at the Novacare Complex, and Shiel Capadia, Norv Turner's number one fan, made some uh, a very delicate, surgical maneuver to clear out the space here. Would you like to describe what you just did?
1: Well, a, a previous podcaster, I presume, left a dirty tissue,
0: disgusting,
1: on the table. I think I know who it was. It was Templar. Oh, Templar, you think? Okay. We haven't heard from him in so long. I don't know who it was, so we had to decide whether to leave it there, or I grabbed it by the corners with my
0: index finger and my thumb. You know, you said you didn't have a bone of bravery in your body, but that was brave. I have kids, you get used to these things. Okay. What a start. We've got a lot to talk about here, as we are days away from the Eagles game against the Houston Texans. The, The season, once again, on the line... But uh, let's quickly give a nod, Sheil, to Birds with Friends. You know, I, I would have always thought that Jimmy Kemsky was my favorite uh, writer at Philly Voice. D Fop, Jimmy Kemsky. Turns out, Steven Silver on the list of the best Philly podcasts 2018 Birds with Friends, he says. This is a more conventional sports podcast, but still the best of several that deal particularly with the Eagles. Hosted by Wolf and Shilkapadia, it's under the auspices of the subscription sports website The Athletic, although the podcast itself is free, consistently hilarious, and it's got a really funny theme song.
1: You know, I've always said the Philly voice is my go-to for... All things Jimmy Kemsky and all things uh, podcast related. I've
0: always said that we've all, we've both always said that
1: layer of credibility in that space. I feel like that is unparalleled, and so mm-hmm.
0: we might argue with their ranking. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is the kind of thing we expect. This is the new normal. We don't need to take a big whiff, but you know, it's nice nice to be recognized.
1: Nice to be recognized by somebody is <laughs> nobody wants to sponsor the show. The reviews have trailed off a little well, bit. Well, yeah, yeah
0: they, they, the, the People responded with the ratings and reviews when you took them to task. No, we I haven't asked them. Ta- it would just be a nice, consistent it, flow. It, it would be, be nice, nice if they would do it on their own, but that's okay. Okay. R- rate, review, subscribe. You know, a little gift from you to us this holiday season. Maybe we'll get the uh, silver bump in the iTunes rankings. Mm, that's right. That'd
1: be nice.
0: We got a game Sunday. Does that mean we get a silver medal? I
1: don't know. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, lots to talk about here. We will we will run down the matchup between the Eagles and Texans. We'll do a little bird lines, and we will close, of course, with the Crystal Ball Eagle. Quickly, some bird on the street stuff from here at the Novacare Complex. Carson Wentz gifting the offensive lineman with a, a big trunk of Yeti items, and now I actually think there was a delineation in gifts to the starting offensive lineman. I think he also gave them Bose speakers. I did see the Bose Packers. And I don't think that was for everybody. So even your backup offensive lineman and practice squad offensive lineman, they got the Yeti, which is tough. You know, a guy like – who's the guy from Harvard who's on the practice squad?
1: Anthony Fabiano?
0: Yes, Anthony. I cannot believe you know that. Is that his name? Yeah. You know what the thing
1: is? He's always walking around, and I think it's Kelsey at first. Mm. That's shocking to me that you know that
0: Thanks he for got having he faith. got one, but it's a, maybe that's unfair to a Josh Andrews or so, or somebody along those lines who was here a little bit longer. But just the fact that you make it to the end of the season, you get that you get that gift from the quarterback. Nice gesture. Nice gesture. I was a. Li- it's hard for me to look past. It says Happy Holidays, Big Boys. But there's no no. It's Merry Christmas. Big. He's not. There's one thing we know about Carson Wentz. He's not taking the Christ out of Christmas. Uh, but he didn't put a comma in front of the address to big boys. Threw me off. It's hard for me to look past that. No comment. Okay. Um, he, that was that was the biggest thing from the locker room today, I thought.
1: Well, there was Doug Peterson's press conference. You want to run down who's uh, who's playing and who's not here? We did just get the injury report. Well, why don't you
0: talk about Doug Peterson's press conference? Okay, and well, will, he did, and then I will read off. The sure, he that.
1: was asked a lot about Wentz, and it does seem to be, you know, a bit of a fragile situation behind the scenes. In that, I'm sure Wentz has desire to play through this injury, and so they're listening to what the doctors say. Wentz feels may feel like he can play, or that he can play soon. I, I don't know, but uh, so there are some conversations that Doug Peterson has to have with with his franchise quarterback and he said, you know, I just have to sort of reassure him that he is our guy, he's going to be our guy for a long time and he has to convince Wentz of the long-term goals and the long-term impact of potentially playing. So, uh that is something it feels like that's probably going on quite a bit uh behind the scenes or maybe a bigger deal behind the scenes than maybe it is out in front where everyone's just focused on Nick Foles playing.
0: Uh, John Clark of NBC Sports Philly reports, uh, source tells me Carson Wentz really wants to play through the stress fracture and got another opinion on his back with the specialist while the Eagles were in L.A. So that would explain a little bit of why he took the cross-country flight. And I think there is a noted back guy in L.A. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Uh, but that doctor, Clark says, agreed with the Eagles that rest is best right now. Doug Peterson said in his press conference we're going to trust the medical staff. Uh, Also of note, you know, after the Rams game, it was an interesting media setup where we don't go into the locker room, but all the players have to like sort of walk through the media throng before going to the bus. And so, you know, there would have been an opportunity for the media to uh, sort of circle Carson and finally get to talk to him for the first time since this back injury was reported. An Eagles media relations staffer said, "I talked to Carson. He says he wants to talk to you guys this week. So if we can not do it today, w- you know, we'll make sure he talks this week." Everybody agreed. Played uh, played nice. All of a sudden, this week, no Carson Wentz. We got played. It's called the old rope dope. We got we got completely played. That was a total uh, Charlie Brown Lucy football situation. Well, we got to know. We got to do a better job. You
1: got to do. Yeah. I mean, since when does the media just? Uh kowtow Mm. to such requests and demands. The media I know would have said I didn't see you hopping in. Well, I didn't. I was working on something else. So was was I. I was working on a nice robbing season story. I had to find out what happened in the game. Okay, so Mm. not our fault. Okay. For those who wanted to know, come on. Nice guys finish last.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. Um, And so, yeah, so here we are without uh, knowing anything about How Carson feels?
1: I mean, I think we know how Carson feels. Yeah, I think we probably do too. It's not an issue now. I mean, you know, if they do, if they were to win these next two games and get in the playoffs, then it's like a it's a pretty intense conversation. I would think. Yeah, I mean, he will have had you know nearly a month of rest at that point.
0: Even if even if they win this week and the Vikings lose on Sunday, and they're in a win and in situation next Sunday. I'm sure that he is going to be like, let me effing play. huh?" I, I, I don't know if he's going to say that. but Freaking. Yeah.
1: You're probably right. I mean, it, it's going to be really interesting to see how they handle it. I mean, if I'm them, I make it pretty simple. I say the doctors recommended this time period and uh, we love you. You're our guy for the long term. We're going to pay you a lot of money, but we're not going to risk putting you out there in this situation when you're unhealthy with the back, and Nick Foles is going to play, and uh, your job is to support him and be around. Mm. I mean, he might not like that, and the reason that can be tricky is because if this is an injury that is not going to get worse by playing, you know, if it's just going to delay the recovery, then it's mm. from Wentz's perspective, it's probably like, who cares? We don't have another game after this season until September. Right. If I'm not better, right. you know, If it delays, and there was it,
0: some some sort of. Minor good news that they got, which Doug explained on Monday. Yeah. So you know maybe there's a, a slightly better chance than they thought.
1: Might have to pull uh, pull Jeffrey in there and have him do the talking. I mean I don't know. Is this a coach thing? Is this an owner? thing? I don't know. I kind of I'm kind of thinking. I, I think
0: I'd kind of let him play. I mean you know you don't obviously it depends on what the doctors say. You you don't want to do anything that would mess with any any possibility. Of a long-term, lingering thing for the only person who really matters in the franchise. I mean, I don't think I would let him play because what is
1: the? It, there's no real upside yeah. that I see there. I mean,
0: well, the upside is is keeping him happy and well, probably a better. That, quarterback. That's what
1: the money's for. Well,
0: and a better <laughs> quarterback. You got a better chance of winning.
1: Okay, fine, but I mean, the situation we're talking about. So let's say it's not next week, and then it's in the you know going into. The also, post-season. what we don't
0: know is. Uh, how much the injury actually affects his play.
1: Well, we do know it does affect it. Yeah. And so if, if Foles is in a situation where he's playing
0: well and you win three in a row. Okay, Well, but what if they win, what if they win on Sunday? All right, like, that's interesting. You know, Seventeenth to yeah, 13. Nine, plays nine to seven. Like, All right.
1: Well, then it's, a li- then it's a little bit easier. The situation that's hardest for them is if Foles is playing really well through three. He puts together a really right. hot
0: streak. Then you let it ride.
1: Yeah, I mean, then, like, I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. Foles is tearing it up. They go to the postseason, yeah. and Wentz comes back, and they lose, and he plays poor. I mean, plus he will yeah. have been off for a month, like, and injured back. I just don't see the upside there. And you're not, I mean, you're not making a run this year.
0: Right. That's kind of why I like the idea of, of if, if they get the two results they want this week, maybe you, maybe you get a chance to do it before week 17. That's that's be probably kind of the fun. most
1: interesting scenario. Yeah.
0: So I know scena- it would give us more juice, don't you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the scenario you're talking about is, yes, the Eagles could be in three days in position to control their own destiny. With a win Sunday and a Vikings loss, they win and they're in week 17. That's it. It's
0: yes. kind of amazing. I'll quickly give you the, the playoff scenarios again. I know that we've talked about them. But uh, if the Eagles go 2-0, and they can make the playoffs either by winning the division. If the Cowboys lose both of their games, Cowboys are – home on Sunday against the Bucks, and then in Week 17 at the Giants. Uh, and then they can get into the wild card if they win both games and get uh, two – no, no, they just need – and either one of these. Minnesota loses at least once. Minnesota has at Detroit and the Bears, or the Seahawks lose both. The Seahawks have the Chiefs at home, and then the, they finish with the Cardinals at home. And then there's also the possibility, which I don't think is that that crazy – is if they go one and one, and the Vikings lose out, lose both games, and you get one extra loss by the Panthers. It's unlikely, but I don't think it's impossible. Let me
1: give you the lines on these games. Tell you what Vegas is saying. So, uh, Eagles opened as a pick'em against. The, this is, by the way, courtesy of the Action Network app, which is outstanding for tracking these lines. By the way,
0: you getting paid for that bump for that? No, I really. When Are you I, getting money on the
1: side? When I enjoy a product, I mention I enjoy a product. That's how we should be as a society, I'm a little but bit worried. you're a bunch of lowlifes who, you know, you don't get a buck, you don't do anything, so <laughs> what do you want from me? Uh, Eagles Texans started as a pick'em. was as high as Eagles minus two and a half, now minus one and a half.
0: Oh, move back down. Back down. That's interesting. mm
1: uh what with the other minnesota detroit the vikings started as a five point favorite now up to a six point favorite mm. some some lechuga coming in right,
0: give me the give me the, the give me the give me the manny patricius baby okay give you the
1: the ear pencils yeah uh the cowboys has stayed steady they are seven point favorites however this is a nice little feature on the app that i like they give you the percentage of money mm. that is on a team and Only thirty-four percent of the money is on the Cowboys, maybe indicating that the sharps are saying, "Give me famous Jameis in this one." Seven's too many. Seven. I think it's too many. Seven feels like too many for any Cowboys game, just with how stupidly they coach and their style of play. You know, feels like every game just comes down to the end with them. I agree. Um, so
0: somebody's your... going to be eating a W in that game. Somebody's going
1: to be eating a W. That get oh, all these games are at one on Sunday. Mm, Interesting, yeah,
0: fun, fun viewing experience. All
1: right, so you should. What can you do this week to not watch the Eagles game? Mm,
0: sit in the back and watch the red zone.
1: Yeah, go go to. Uh... What if
0: I just fly to De- fly to Detroit?
1: No, I don't think you should do that.
0: We don't want to add anything to the expense. Budget? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs>
1: You you can go. You can just go to a bar and uh, mm. watch all three games. Have a little running diary. I I love reading. You know, that's fun to read. Yeah, that's what happened yeah, with the that's Eagles. Not, that's not that's uh, what's happened with the derogative lion. of anything. What?
0: Just, it's not really original. Derogative.
1: Right. Go ahead.
0: I guess derogative is not the right word. Mm-hmm. That's the second podcast in a row where I've just said the wrong word.
1: Okay. What are we doing? The matchup?
0: Uh, well, let me tell you. Uh, you also asked for the injury report, so let's get into that which I have in front of me. Hopefully
1: we'll have this up by kickoff on Sunday.
0: The show? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Out. Sidney Jones, Isaac Siamalu, and Carson Wentz. Questionable. DJ Alexander, Michael Bennett, Timmy Jernigan, and Craven LeBlanc. Uh, I would guess that Michael Bennett's going to play. I would would wager uh, all the lettuce I have that Mm -hmm. he's going to play. But uh, Jernigan and LeBlanc are interesting. Jernigan, of course, on his way back from the back, came, played one game. Then during warm-ups of the next game, had to uh, sit out with spasms. He's sat out since. Uh, maybe he'll be one of those, you test him pregame and see how he's doing. If he can play, he can. He plays. LeBlanc, what do they do if he can't go? I was going to ask you that. Big Bowles, I guess, gets in there. I think they go, if he can't go, I think they go... Avante in the nickel, and big boss outside.
1: I think they go Avante outside and then maybe bump him into nickel?
0: That's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, in base, obviously, he's on the outside still.
1: I mean, I don't know if they really do that with uh,
0: this DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins fella. I know, and DeAndre Hopkins does not spend a lot of time in the slot.
1: So, yeah, they should just keep Maddox on the outside.
0: Well, what helps them is that the Texans play, uh, as we said, the most 12 personnel in the, in the league, about 30%, which is more than twice the league average. we got that. some more info on that coming in the cheat sheet, but um, I don't know what they do. I mean, you, uh, there's a lot of those moving parts. You could put Malcolm Jenkins in the nickel and then play Sullivan and Graham deep. I don't know. Mm, I just got a Slack message. Did you forget to uh, send in your blurb for the... Uh... Oh, yeah, I thought I had till the end of the day.
1: Let's see. Is it a five PM or? See if Bo's getting me in trouble here. You know, they do these games to watch on mm. the Athletic and we have to contribute. Bo very nice, you know, took this one, but
0: I thought I, I thought we had time.
1: I'm not sure if you were Bo or send or sending it in, but I know you've sent the last couple, so I decided to check mm. with you first. What's my move here?
0: Well what time ask what time is it? What they need? Tell him, tell him you're with I mean, Bo right now. I mean, you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it after the pod, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: All
0: right. Tell her we're recording a podcast.
1: <laughs> a little behind the scenes here.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I've been doing all these. I've been doing these uh, these fantasy blurbs all all season long. Oof. Um, and then not listed on the injury report, Jordan Hicks, who will be returning. He will play. My guess is you'll see him and uh, Bradham and the nickel again. I, I looked a little bit at the performance of the defense with Hicks and Bradham. It's hard to it's hard to really say there's any difference. Uh, and there's, there's so many other variables. There's I'm a sure. million variables. They've, uh, they've actually been a little bit worse against the run over the last four games, a little bit better against the pass, so who knows. Also not listed on the injury report, Alshon Jeffrey and Jake Elliott, who both missed practices this week with an illness, a bug that's going around the locker room and uh, one other guy was not listed I meant to say Some bug
1: going around so thank you for leaving tissues everywhere people yeah
0: jeez, classic classic uh, Templar so there you go you want to dive into this matchup let's get into it it's a big game Big old, big old game. Let's go a nice through. one o'clock start. Let's go through the DVOA. It's be a nice
1: crisp but not cold. Pretty I,
0: good games tomorrow too, right? Mid-40s I think on Sunday. Is that what it is? Yeah. Sunny. Mid-40s
1: okay. and sunny. So that's a nice football. That's nice
0: football weather. Some good appetizer games tomorrow. Ravens Chargers is a nice one. Nice. I forget what the other one okay. is. Okay. All right. DVOA lineup here. Texans. 14th overall. 14th weighted. 21st. On offense, 18th weighted on offense. They are 11th in passing and 27th in running. On defense, they are 7th overall, but fading a little bit. 12th weighted defensively. 22nd against the pass, 2nd against the run, and 5th on special teams. The Eagles, 17th overall, 18th weighted on offense. 15th and rising, 13th weighted DVOA. 14th uh, passing, 25th running on defense. 20th. But twenty sixth weighted and twentieth against the pass, fourteenth against the run, twelfth on special teams. Dave Phipp doing a little bit of work climbing up those leaderboards. Yeah, they were they were down there a few weeks and ago. And he's had all kinds of injuries. Good on him. I know, I know, I know that, you know, thirteenth weighted is uh, he's no NORV, but you know, they're moving up there a little bit.
1: Doing your minions.
0: Coach Flynn expressly told me to flip you the bird for your North, your North fandom. He also sort of simplified the uh, dial-up for us. You call a blitz? What's the synonym for call? Dial-up? Makes sense. Much simpler than we thought yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, you know, FaceTime that bad boy. Football guy. So, would you like to talk about... Uh, the Eagles offense for this, the Texans defense, or which one first? You know, I don't care about I don't, anything related I to I know this that, podcast. I know, that's right. He's, he's lounging around in your crew neck sweatshirt. It's a Friday crew night,
1: yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: why don't we talk about the uh, the Texans offense against the Eagles defense? I think first. that's more interesting. Okay. Um, this is a team, as I said, they, uh, they go 12 personnel a lot. I think uh, it's fair to say. You know, maybe it's a little reductive to say, uh, oh, this game is going to be won at the line of scrimmage now. But I think uh, I think the Eagles' defensive line has a lot to say about the outcome of this game. The Texans dead last in the league in sacks per pass attempt. Deshaun Watson has been sacked a, a, a league high 52 times. And we have talked about, throughout the course of this podcast, the importance of sacks Sacks are maybe so overrated they're underrated. Sacks are much more impactful than quarterback hits. You, you had the nugget that Fletcher Cox and Michael Bennett have more quarterback hits than any two teammates combined. I went uh, digging a little bit on the Texans-Sacks numbers okay. this year for the cheat sheet, but I will, I will share it with you. Uh, all season long, 156 total drives for the Houston Texans. 42% of those drives have been scoring drives. Twenty point five of them touchdown drives. On the forty-six drives, uh, you, you can see it. You know, I got like <laughs> you uh, just
1: scratch uh, this horizontally on a piece of paper that looks like it was like crumpled up in your car.
0: Yeah, you do have a computer. You do have a computer. You could type. Yeah, this but if I'm in. looking at two screens, okay. it's it's easier for All me right. to. All right, so remember those numbers. Now that you're throwing me off, uh, forty-six drives they've had this season of the 156 that have included sacks. Of those, 37% were scoring drives. Oh, which sounds high, but there are a lot of offensive red zone sacks that mm. Deshaun Watson has taken. Oh, that's
1: interesting.
0: So, only four touchdown drives out of those 46 drives have mm. uh so that's less than 10%, 8.7%. More importantly, because of some of those red zone sacks, 80.4% of the drives in which the Texans have taken a sack has ended the drive. They have not had another first down. So, especially for the Texans, as you would expect, the sacks are drive killers. Now, there have been games this year where Deshaun Watson has been sacked seven times. There have been games when he's been sacked, you know, once or twice. If the Eagles can turn a few of those quarterback hits into sacks, I think it will go a long way in... Uh, deciding the outcome
1: yeah i mean this is the eagles biggest mismatch of the game is their defensive line against the texans offensive line which is garbanzo beans you just gave us the numbers the last six games the texans have given up 26 sacks i checked in with our texans writer aaron reese Mm -hmm. about their offensive line and he said uh you know at the tackle spots especially he mentioned julian davenport the left tackle bucknell product Say go Bison! He he leads the team in penalties. Okay, so get get the crowd. Uh, we get, do go in there, and the other thing is Deshaun Watson holds on to the ball. I mean, yes. he you know he takes uh, let's see. Uh, 3.03 seconds on average to throw the ball. Obviously, he extends a lot of plays and is very good at that, but that's the second longest among, against, uh, among any QB. So this isn't a game where the quarterback, uh, if they're not going to be complaining after the game, oh, you know, this guy got rid of the ball quickly, and that's why we couldn't right. get home. Who's the longest, Dak? Uh, um, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't ready for you that You didn't question. do that much
0: work, but you did some work. Yeah, some work.
1: Okay. Uh, and this was mostly I had to do a WIP hit. This wasn't for the podcast. <laughs> uh, he takes seven over seven hits per game. That's second most, uh, but he's got 436 rushing yards. They're sort of middle of the pack in terms of explosive plays. Um, Aaron seemed to indicate that if their like play action is not working, then they are sort of a mess on offense. Okay, so. Something to keep an eye, for, eye out for. You know, we have seen the Eagles linebackers and safeties be kind of a, a little too, its the word I'm looking for, too aggressive on play action where they're running up and then all of a sudden you have a guy... Biting a little like,
0: bit too much cheese.
1: Maybe, yeah. So that is certainly something to keep an eye out for. But this, this is like, you know, I had a, um, I foolishly took a computer science class once in college. So did I. It was so hard.
0: <laughs> C++. was well, like very intro... Yeah, uh, so was mine. Say, it was still impossible. Uh, did okay. That's where the that's where the that's the class in which Heath Ledger dead happened. When oh, I got okay. that that infamous instant message. All right, I was it's just also always... a good class where uh, one of the few classes I was able to take with Rachel. Okay, and so you know, two people for the for the work of one. It's nice. No. <laughs> okay, uh, but I,
1: I remember I had a, a teacher, and he would say, uh, he would give us these quizzes, ten questions. And he would be like, 10 out of 10, you know C++. 9 out of 10, you know C++. 8 out of 10, you're getting there. 7 out of 10, don't say you know C++. Don't write you know C++. He would just go on and on with the whole thing. And so that's what I say to this game. D-line. Don't tell me you're good if you can't get after Deshaun Watson in this game. I mean, everything's on the line. You've got a bad offensive line. You're at home. All those things working in your favor, you have to, like, dominate the game. Like, I don't want to hear, uh, oh, they played well even though they had, uh, you know, two sacks and four quarterback hits. Yeah. You know, oh, but on the film, no. Yeah, I want to see some numbers in those columns this game i think that's fair so i think they should you know i would think they would be playing a lot of zone in this game which they do every week anyway uh keep your eyes on the quarterback you don't want to be caught you know um whatever face guarding the receivers playing man coverage and then deshaun watson takes off so i think you play zone you rush with four you keep it pretty simple you're throwing a spy on that bad boy um, I, I don't think you really need to. I mean, if you're playing zone, you're probably gonna, you know, a lot of cover three. You're gonna have those four underneath defenders. If he takes off, you should. Be I don't able think to... that.
0: I don't think that Deshaun Watson's running, in, it, not in creating plays in the backfield, but in actually running downfield. I think it's actually a, a bit of a of a misnomer that that's like that he's like one of the most dangerous runners.
1: Well, he's run for a lot of yards. Why do you think that's a misnomer?
0: I don't know. I just doesn't – watching that's a couple games, game it doesn't, okay. it doesn't uh, scare me as much. Okay. Maybe I've watched the wrong games.
1: Maybe. Uh, so I would think that's how they would attack him. And then I think you could see maybe they take a page out of that uh, first Giants
0: game playbook with extra attention on DeAndre Hopkins. You would think so. I mean – There's ha- not a single other person on the entire offense who scares you.
1: 135 targets for Hopkins. No one else has more than 45.
0: That's crazy. It's crazy. And he's having a career year yeah, catch rate wise too. He's
1: outstanding. Ninety four catches, over thirteen hundred yards, twenty one explosive plays. Uh he is a contested catch monster. So
0: he's awesome. Although the uh the separate the like the sport radar yards of separation yeah. per catch actually doesn't totally back that up. But, you know, anecdotally He's he like middle some, of the pack for right. that,
1: right? Yes. Um but yeah, I mean it doesn't matter if they have guys on him or not, if they're giving extra attention to him or not, like uh, obviously, other teams have tried to <laughs> give extra attention to DeAndre Hopkins, and it doesn't matter. They I find guess that's
0: like, sorry. I'm I'm, I'm still okay. thinking about the the yeah. support radar stats. That's probably because the guy. This guy has so many catches. It, there's probably some. I'd like to see like, you, what's your catch rate when there is fewer than right, however many yards. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if there's a way that's to probably do it a Better it or way not. to do it
1: or percentage of catches with separation this or less. Right, like, right. that might be pretty high. So. Uh, it'll be a challenge, I mean. Of...
0: Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. And they move him all over. They, he doesn't spend a lot of time in the in the slot, I think about 14%, 15%. But uh, if you look at the distribution of where his catches are, it's like the exact same on the left and on the right. And then he's also, he leads the league in receiving yards down, down the middle of the field. There
1: you go. He leads the league in receiving yards down the middle of the, the field? In the middle of the field. Oh, that's
0: interesting. It's in the cheat sheet. You haven't published the cheat sheet yet, have you? No. All right. Well, you're saying that like I should have read it already or something. No, but um, you're saying it's interesting, and I'm saying I agree. That's why I'm putting but, it in the cheat sheet. Uh, I, someone I someone you, you pointed out read a couple things. Someone
1: pointed out that we have been bickering a lot lately. I think it's the end of the season. <laughs> I don't think it's bickering. It's the holidays. Well, I would agree with bickering.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a friendly... Uh, so that is kind of frightening considering Corey Graham will be back there at free safety. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, something to keep an eye on. He's also tremendous in the red zone. Uh, eight red zone touchdowns. Uh, I think his second in the NFL this year. They don't turn the ball over a lot. How about a little strip sack in this game?
0: Yeah. I feel like you need That'd one of nice. those bad boys. I went through all the sacks. He hasn't fumbled a ton. I was going to ask you that. Okay. But there's probably three or four, four okay. or five, maybe. Well, yeah.
1: Fletcher Cox got all the uh, D-Linemen. What are those called? Birds. Birds. The electric scooter. Eh, it's pretty clear he listens to the podcast. Mm, okay. At first I was thinking all birds. That'd be a good sponsor. I still can't believe that. I mean, you were giving them pub before, mm. and now you got Bill Simmons doing all birds. Is he? Uh, yeah, all yeah. birds sponsors. Now, are we not getting in on that? Maybe because I ripped them.
0: Flipping birds. Mm.
1: Okay. All right, so anything else on the <clears> – <throat> oh, they can't uh, – Lamar Miller, is their injury report
0: out yet? Uh, I don't know if it's out yet. Okay, because
1: he was – uh, I think
0: he practiced today. He left same, last so.
1: week with a ankle injury. So if it's not him, it's Alfred Blue, as you mentioned. They haven't been very good. Alfred at r- Blue, the ball carrier. Running the ball anyway. They were 27th in rushing DVOA, so you would think that that would not be – uh, a big strength of theirs going into this game, given the issues they would potentially have up front and who's running the football. i got to be honest. I thought I'd give you enough time to find that by now. No. No. Okay. <clears throat> uh, we might have it. They obviously. Oh, here we go.
0: Okay. Lamar Miller, questionable. Okay. Uh, Zach Fulton, their starting guard, is out. Oh, and that's interesting. He missed last week too. Okay, um, and everybody else is questionable. Okay, they got a guy named Mike Tyson. Yeah, he the Seahawks drafted him. All really? The way out there? Yeah. Oh, no, that's fun. Rocked up.
1: Does he talk like Cincinnati, Mike Tyson? Cincinnati, I th- want to say. No,
0: yeah, I'm, a, I'm a safety now.
1: No, but I... <laughs>
0: I'm gonna knock it off. Knock it off. <laughs> no, but uh, I, didn't do, I didn't do the lisp. That was a, I only went. I only went high pitched. I got to do the lisp too. Uh,
1: I got to say, my buddy. Uh, c is the best Mike Tyson. I got to say, him, my buddy CNAST is the best <laughs> Mike Tyson. He once did uh, Mike Tyson ordering pizza <laughs> from this place in uh, college with anchovies that just uh, would have us die. But anyway. Did he
0: actually do it on the phone to the place? I don't, right. I don't
1: think so. Okay. No, I think He, just he didn't did take it, it to uh, the next level. Yeah, okay. he just did it with us.
0: Um, all right. So
1: either they're going to have a banged-up Lamar Miller, they're going to have Alfred Blue. I mean, they should not be able to run the ball
0: much in this game. No, they shouldn't. I would let they them. run the ball a lot, but they are not They are not a good running team. I mean,
1: team. let them run the ball. Who cares?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. All right, the other side of the ball. Uh, Texans' defense, defensive line, obviously very good. J.J. Watt, Jadebion Clowney. Um, their secondary can be had. As we said, 22nd pass defense DVOA. Um, against, uh, you know, Football Outsiders does those breakdowns of how they do against uh, opposing receivers. Of note, 31st against number one receivers. Maybe you go a little bit more to Alshon Jeffrey again. 23rd against number twos, 21st against others, 29th against tight ends, and 3rd against running backs. So, uh, yards to be had for Zach Ertz and Alshon Jeffrey. Seems like they're bad everywhere. It, it certainly well, does. Well, they are, what, 22nd
1: in uh, against the pass, right. GVOA, So, I mean, I think it's going to be, you know, Doug Peterson said he feels like their front is kind of similar to the Rams in the way they play. A 3-4, he was saying, the, the, right. the 5 across. Performance-wise, they, go, they are not similar. Right. Um, just uh, stylistically, I think he would right. say. Um, but they have been better overall, and Watt,
0: they are they are really good against the run. Yes. The Eagles are bad at running the ball, and who knows who's going to be running the ball? Um, you know they're going to have to run the ball a few times, but this is a Nick Foles game.
1: This is not a run the ball game. No, don't be yelling to run the ball. Yeah, don't look at the box score afterwards and say, Doug, why didn't you run the
0: ball? And you know I was watching the the Colts game, and this was very interesting. Oh. This was very interesting. the most interesting part of today's oh, uh, press conference. That. Zach Berman asked uh, Doug if he had talked to Frank Reich about, you know, two weeks ago the Colts beat the Texans. And he took a pause as if he was, like, uh, offended by the question. He's like, oh, yeah. Like, it was almost like he was like, hell, yeah. Uh, like, they talk all the time. He calls me about opponents. Like, is that even allowed? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's allowed, but. I thought
1: he paused because he wasn't sure if he was going to lie or not.
0: I thought he paused. I originally I thought he paused because he was like, "No, like I'm doing what I do here. Like I don't." Talk well, I think him. he was thinking about saying, that, "Right." I mean, he said he didn't, he didn't even true. he didn't even talk to John Filippo after he got fired, but he's talking to Frank Reich every week. <laughs>
1: that's interesting.
0: Um. So I watched that game to see a little bit about how Frank Reich attacked the oh. Texans. Interestingly, started the game beautiful, huh? Four straight three and outs. I thought yeah. I was watching the Eagles, yeah. and then they throw an interception on the fifth uh, oh. drive. But they bounce back and yeah. uh, on the heels of a, a quick passing game, quick hitters mm. against this Texans defense. I gotta tell you, I think I've said this before. I think this might be a Darren Sproles game. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Okay. Even though you just told us they're very good against running backs in the uh,
0: that's true. The I did say that. Okay. So maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Maybe it's just the quick hitters to to Zach Ertz, but maybe it's a Golden Tate game. I don't know. Um. But um you know, tight ends, Eric Ebron had a big day. Ty Heldon had a fantastic day. Guys, dynamic. Fun to watch. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think there are there are yards to be had for the Eagles, but it's up to uh, Nick Foles.
1: I think it, I think it's very similar to the game plan you saw last week. I mean, they had what 10 throws where he got rid of it in under yeah. in 2 seconds or fewer. And as we talked about, that's not Thanks re- for getting less fewer, right? That's not really his MO. And so you can try to do that. Is he always good at that? No. I mean, processing and getting rid of the ball, those aren't necessarily his strengths. But it worked last week. He was 9 for 10 on those throws. And I think that's what they'll try again here. And then dial him up. Dial up some shot plays. Get, get, uh, give Alshon Jeffrey some opportunities downfield. You know, you can keep it simple like you did. You don't have to go with all the shifts and motions and all that. I think that's their recipe. This isn't so good of a defense that you need to like uh, come up with something special for this right. game. you know. The Texans, I think, are 30th, I believe, in red zone defense. Is that right? That's right. So got to convert in the red zone. But there are yards to be had. And your boy Nick Foles will be responsible for either gaining those yards or not gaining. I mean, they obviously have to protect. But, again, I think the quick hitting passing game
0: will neutralize some of that pass rush at least. Let me tell you another reason why we like Frank Reich.
1: As if this could be a very lengthy podcast if we go over all those.
0: Texans are down three. They punt the ball away to the Colts. Colts get the ball uh, on their own end of the field with 225 left. Mm. Texans have two timeouts. What would, what would Doug Peterson do in that situation? What would 2018 Doug Peterson do in that situation? Take a knee. <laughs> punt on second down. You know I mean? He'd almost definitely run the ball, right? First down, pass, first mm. down. Mm. Texans call timeout. Second down, another pass. Mm -hmm. Luck takes a sack, but I know he doesn't take a sack. He gets rid of the ball while he's about to get sacked, but there's a penalty on the defense. Good things happen. (laughs) Then he passes the ball again. They win the game. The Texans never get the ball back. Mm -hmm. That's not what Doug's doing. It's the old foot on the gas. That's right. There was another uh, interesting press conference moment that you did miss this week. I think it was... Monday or Wednesday, um, a reporter's phone went off, and Fine. and Doug, uh, tellingly, was like, "Oh, it sounded like it was a podcast." He's like, "Listening to uh, CNN? What is that? Fox and Friends?" I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna leave that there. Well, he said both
1: networks.
0: Yeah, but I, but it was really Fox and Friends was the one that he knew the name of. That's all. You think he listens to news podcast? He said, is that a podcast? No, no, no. He didn't say, is that a podcast? Uh. He just said, what is that? CNN? where you listening to Fox and Friends? Uh. That's all. Just passing that along. Anything well, else on this matchup? Was it Birds with Friends, actually? It wasn't Birds with Friends. Yeah. I, have a, I have a minor uh, uh, bird to flip. How do you feel about the microwave being left with seconds on the clock?
1: I would never do such a crazy thing.
0: It happens all the time in that kitchen downstairs. No, you hit
1: the off and the cancel, and you zero that bad boy up. Yeah.
0: Always. Don't Thank be, you. Don't be crazy.
1: You're
0: driving me nuts, these people. Yeah. Huh. Okay. What do we got to do? Some predictions? No more thoughts on the matchup? Just making sure. We're emptying out the, emptying out the closet? No, I don't think I have any more thoughts. Okay. I've got some bird lines first. Oh. Actually, before that, I have an apology oh, to you.
1: Jeez.
0: I have an apology to you. The Grouse always wins. You're actually winning right now. Really? How? Well, the first game was uh, Washington plus 6.5. We both took Washington and lost. But I wagered 10. You wagered 5. Oh. The next game was Eagles plus 3.5. We both wagered Eagles. No, I wagered Eagles. You wagered Dallas. You know The game goes to overtime. It was probably the right bet, but they lose. I wagered 25. You wagered 5. So have... you're, you're even. I'm down 35. Oh, yeah. Rams game, you lose 80, so you're, you're down 80. Uh, am, I, am I getting that right? Yeah, you're down 80. And I wagered 50, so I'm down 85. Beautiful. So right now, you're up 5 on me. And what do we got? And what do we got left? We both took the Eagles plus 2.5. Mm-hmm. You wagered 5. I wagered 10. So I can even this bad boy up.
1: So I should be rooting for a Texans win.
0: You should. Okay. And then the last week, we've got another 10-point swing on the line. Washington, uh, Eagles favored by 2 over Washington. You took Washington. I took the Eagles. I took Washington? Yeah.
1: I don't recall that.
0: Well, you did. Mm-hmm. You I'm actually, you, I believe, if I remember correctly, you started to take the Eagles. And you said, eh, no, I'll take Washington. I'm going to have to go watch the tape. Okay. Bird lines, uh, the Eagles' leading rusher, the yards rushing for the Eagles' leading rusher in this game, versus the uh, temperature high on game during in, during game time. How about just the temperature of kickoff? I'll go temperature, which you think is going to be in the in the forties. Forty. Uh, it takes one big run, one twenty-five yarder. Josh Adams to the outside. One, all right. I'm going to take. I'm going to take the temperature too. Go ahead, continue while I look this up. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins receiving yards versus receiving yards by all other Houston Texans.
1: By all other Houston Texans.
0: thinking hard about this one folks
1: well i was i was considering looking something up here but too much effort for this i will say all other i mean all other houston texans i'm going to take that okay even if he has like 140 and watson throws for you know 290 then i win that's good math
0: okay i will go with that as well
1: boy is good so far. Alshon Jeffrey nice receiving
0: audience. yards or Zach Ertz receiving yards?
1: Alshon jeffrey has got
0: the little bug going on, huh? Mm. Came squirting out of there. <laughs> Doug Peterson said that on Monday, Wednesday. <laughs> That's a Doug Peterson line. <laughs> right after he said somebody was, uh, no, it was, I'm sorry, it was Mike Groh. It was Mike Groh. He said he pulled a very football uncle. He said, oh, he's fast now. And then he followed it up with, he came squirting right out of there.
1: What was he talking about?
0: Remember. Oh my
1: gosh! (laughs) All right, Alshon Jeffrey, (laughs) Zach Ertz. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Alshon Jeffrey. Now Zach Ertz is give me Ertz. Ertz is how many catches does he need? He needs nine to tie. I believe he's at one on one. Is that right? Nine to tie, Witten's record for most catches by a tight end. Ten to beat it.
0: Yeah. You think he gets it? This game? No, period.
1: Ten and two games seems very doable. It seems like he should.
0: He should do it, yeah.
1: I mean, if they're out of it, then you just throw to him every play. You sure, do like NBA triple double style. Right. Uh, I think he is going to get it.
0: I think so too. Maybe we should write something about him if he gets mm, it. Interesting. Mm. Uh, Eagle sacks of Deshaun Watson, or sorry, any Texans quarterback. Versus offensive scoring drives for the Eagles. Sacks of Deshaun Watson, I think they will have. Doesn't have to be adjusted to Sean in case they knock him out of the game. Total sacks count. Just what did I say they've clear. given up
1: twenty six in their last six? So I'll say the Eagles get four, and then scoring drives for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I'll take
0: scoring drives for the Eagles. I'll take sacks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Last one. Length of the post-game podcast in minutes versus uh, the longest play from scrimmage for either team in the game.
1: Length of post-game podcast, I'm thinking like
0: 10 minutes. That's what you're thinking, I know, yeah.
1: Well, I'm free to unplug my mic and leave at any time.
0: Well, yeah, but I'm free to continue doing the podcast. And it's just not to a win podcast bet.
1: unless we're both on. That's it. not true.
0: <laughs> That's, there are plenty of solo podcasts, none that anybody listened to. But
1: what was the other thing I'm looking at?
0: Longest play from scrimmage for either team.
1: Longest play from scrimmage. Mm, well, that that Hopkins stat you gave me in the middle of the field makes me a little nervioso. But see, the, the I mean, the maximum. Is like a, what a 99 yard play right versus us going
0: 1 f- 139
1: this is in just total minutes right yes mm. as, as much as this pains me right now I guess I will say the length of
0: postgame yeah, I'm going like the pl- of the pod as well all right let's get to the crystal bald eagle mm. I'm live on this one. I got no idea where I'm going.
1: Me neither. All week long, I've been sort
0: of leaning Texans, but I don't know. Let me guess. You're going to say, oh, but those Eagles fans. oh boy, lubed
1: up. Oh, boy, they're going to be – all right, go ahead.
0: Well, I think both of these teams are – I'm not going to say frauds, but I think there are both – neither of these teams – teams are as good as they are being considered.
1: I mean, one's 14th in DVOA, one's 17th, right? Yes. So Mediocre.
0: Yeah, I think this is a matchup of two flawed teams. One of them has the pleasure of playing in a terrible division. Eh, it's not true. they got the FFRs. And the other has the pleasure of playing in a terrible division.
1: Although they've got the mighty Shermers, your
0: boys. So. That's right. I mean, he's no North. I
1: haven't gone to that enough, really. I mean, your Shermer take was legitimate. I said one thing about Norv.
0: Uh, your North take you was know. very legitimate, and you defended it. I, I said was one very thing, clear about knowing that I, I was said going thing, to get, that I, I said one thing. I said Norv had done a Schirmer. better
1: job than Doug, which was accurate and remains accurate. I'm I didn't playing say my like stick him. on Shermer. I don't want him. You were telling us nah. Shermer and the G-men. No. no. Going to the playoffs. I said
0: in despite of Shermer. It's and all then, part of And then, you know the what?
1: Stick. I need to call you out for something else. <laughs> Your, uh, you know, you you and your minions getting on mm. me for the McVeigh thing. I want to bring up a little conversation from a place I like to call Shay <laughs> J. <JJ. laughs> yeah, you know, we were having a little conversation. We, we were doing this exercise, which I may write about at some point. It's about. A fun
0: exercise could be a whole podcast.
1: You can draft any player or coach in the NFL. Like, what's the order of the first round, or the top fifty, whatever you want to be. And uh, you know, we said, well. Belichick would be the first coach, I think. And who, Obviously. And who would be the second one? And guess who uh, my partner here was? I here, said
0: league-wide. Pump- That's he's, the perception. Of course, he would go second. He's, he's, uh, based on, he's, on guys like you I said, loving the spiky no. hair. I said, really? Over Who's out- a respected national football writer? Mm, Shil Kapadia. Who does he love? No.
1: Spiky hair McVeigh. I, know. I said, I don't know about that. I said, you know, Andy Reid, I think he could certainly uh, make the case for some. I don't know on. about Andy. And he said, gotta be McVeigh. It has to be McVeigh. I just had to get that out there. Okay.
0: You can't. <laughs> I you, got you rattled. You can't force me to be the McVeigh guy. Everybody knows.
1: Uh, I will keep my. Rec- Check
0: the tape. The minions yeah, know.
1: I'm gonna keep my recorder on <laughs> next time. Every conversation with
0: you, my recorder's gonna where would, be, where would, on the record. Where would Norv go? End of the first? Big Norv guy.
1: Okay, continue.
0: Let's see let's see what he does with uh what's his name? Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. So I'm at the Shrine game below those years ago. Okay.
1: Mike, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you there. I had to get that I've been meaning to get that I know up my you chest.
0: Have, I know you've been I know you've been sitting on that one. <laughs> we never explained we I thought we were gonna go into the fun uh, scene at Shay J. Uh, there were these that, two people <laughs> who kept leaving yeah. leaving the bar. They had food and then came back like 30 minutes later. Who knows what they were doing.
1: Very strange
0: couple. Yeah. <laughs> very very strange couple. All right. We got a football game. I don't I don't know what I think is going to happen in this game. I don't think the Eagles deserve to be headed to the playoffs. But, you know, until this week, I have been thinking the Eagles would win this game. The Texans are overrated. A little bit of a little bit of a home field bump. Those Eagles fans lubed up for the holidays. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> uh, but I just—I uh, don't know if I, um, everybody's everybody's re- getting ready to hop on the Foles bandwagon. Let's trade Carson Wentz.
1: Okay. First of all, no reasonable person is saying that. Okay. Straw man. Uh, I haven't seen him struggle. People like I this have no like, idea. Uh, I
0: still don't know what I'm doing here. I think that I think that uh, I think the Eagles' defensive line is going to get after the Texans. I think the Texans are going to have trouble moving the ball consistently, but I think they will score some points on the heels of a few big plays, whether they come from Deshaun Watson's uh, scrambling ability in the backfield or downfield, and I think that DeAndre Hopkins is impossible to stop. His impact will be made. Uh, maybe this once again comes down to the variance. I think that uh, you know, there's a possibility Nick Foles plays a good game, gets some nice contested catches from the likes of Alshon Jeffrey and Zach Ertz. I think it's also possible that uh, he, he, he can't find what he's looking for out there. I think in the end, I am going to say Eagles 20, Texans
1: 21. Oh, interesting. A little surprise ending there. Okay, well, I think you have to give the full, uh, So, I think you have to tell me what you think, if the Vikings win or not.
0: Oh, I think the Vikings are going to lose. Oh, you think the Vikings are going to lose? I think the Vikings are going to lose.
1: So it will not be over yet, yes. in your opinion? Yes. Interessante Samuel. Okay. I think the Eagles are going to uh, play pretty well defensively in this game. I agree with you. They will give up some big plays. They will give up some red zone red zone scores to DeAndre Hopkins. Deshaun Watson will pick up some third downs with his legs, but I think uh, they will be pressuring him quite a bit from the get-go. I think they will have a good game plan. And so I don't think this will be a situation where the Texans are just, like, driving up and down the field on them, piling up uh, all sorts of yards, anything like that. Offensive side of the ball, I mean, it is just impossible to predict. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows who we're going to get? What's going to happen? I do like the way the offensive line has been playing recently. I think two of the last three games, they have not given up a sack. So if they're able to avoid those negative plays, it is going to be tough. They're not going to be able to run the ball. They can't turn it over. No strip sacks. But they are 13th in weighted DVOA offensively. So maybe conceptually... They figured some things out to be slightly above average here, in But they are times. below
0: the Norv line.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, they're, they can't even. Uh, it's the new Mendoza. Line. They can't even sniff his underarms from where they are.
0: That's not true. And I, those are some old crotchety white underarms with okay. holes in them.
1: <laughs> Unnecessary imaging here for some reason. I don't know how why we're going down this road. Uh, <laughs> I the think, new Norv. Now, I will look. say the Texans have a good special team, right? spring. Yeah, they are uh, fifth, I think. Yeah,
0: they are. Could, could Deion, Does DeAndre Carter return punts for them? He sure does. Mm, baby. I, if, they, if the Eagles lose this game, I hope that it comes on the heels of like three punt return touchdowns for DeAndre I Carter. I actually
1: could see a big special teams play by the Texans uh, ruining the Eagles season. That would feel mm-hmm. kind of fitting in some ways. But you know what? I think they're keeping this bad boy alive. And I think they are going to move the ball. I think Alshon Jeffrey has another big game. Zach Ertz, uh, you know, those will be the again the top two targeted players. I think Folesmania will be. I, I don't know that he's going to play like a, like a playoff type game from last year, but I think he'll play similarly. Like the Giants
0: game from last year.
1: What he threw a lot of touchdowns. Didn't he throw like four touchdowns? Yeah, but so his overall numbers were not right, great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see something like that. Eagles at home. I think they're going to they're going to win this game. I'm going to say Eagles 27, Texans 21. Okay. I think the Vikings are going to win that game at Detroit, and I think we will be going into week 17 with the Eagles needing a win at Washington and a Vikings loss at the Bears for them. To get into the postseason
0: I thought that game was at Minnesota
1: Okay Yeah, you're right They're on the road this week So A Vikings loss at home Against the
0: Fighting Trey Burtons mm. FTBs I thought you were going to go Anthony Miller well, He'll be heard from mm. All right There you have it Diametrically opposed Foes <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that he, he was very excited he looked up he paw- gave give a dramatic pause and then
0: brought that out that's for my justin hamilton fans out there
1: okay
0: all right that'll do it enjoy your weekend everybody we'll see you round about call it like 10 30 on sunday evening that's a guess for uh Shukapadia, i'm bo wolf and as always we love you